Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Did not know this. Did not know this. If you have a little bit of light, even one in the hallway at the house, the condo, the apartment, probably something you may want to consider getting rid of. Now, let me explain. So if you tend to fall asleep with the TV or a bedside light on and add that to the list of ways that you're probably harming your health without even trying. So some new data. This is North American Research. Exposure to even very dim light for just one night can raise your heart rate during sleep and lead to elevated blood sugar the next morning. What? So that can... There's weight gain. There's insulin resistance. So prior studies had linked artificial light to health issues, but the connection between light and sleep, it's a little less understood, but after years of of this new data set uh, and then and basically it's conclusion time they said it's almost like the brain and the heart knew that the lights were on so in a massive breakdown and trying to uh well put it in lay people terms so so myself and others can understand because you know what didn't go to med school not a researcher but this data, I think it's beneficial. I mean, it will get uh, distilled down to, you know, more common words. But a bit of the hypothesis from the lead researcher said that even dim lighting through closed eyelids, um, this basically what happens, it activates brain regions that regulate the the nervous system. And it, it is not beneficial for you in any way, shape or form. She said the simple thing is if you've got street lights nearby, you should have those blackout blinds. You should not have lights on in the house. If you fall asleep on the couch and there's a lamp beside you, well, you might wake up going, that was a great sleep. In reality, it, it was not. And there's things going on within your body that you're likely unaware of. But they said if you're chronically exposed exposed to, to low levels of light while you sleep, it will uh, add to an increase the risk of chronic diseases. So, <gasps> I know. And, and, and one little nugget that the, that the lead researcher went on to say, if you must have light, go with amber, red, or orange instead of blue or white. And keep it close to the floor. So I always try to say this, and I know that red light in your little brain stimulates, it makes you feel like you're back in the womb. That's what they say. Because I used to be like a big diffuser gal while I slept, and I'm like, yep. ooh, I'd put the red light on, because I'm like, <laughs> it's going to help me sleep. I don't do either of that anymore. But I will say, does this mean that we will get a nice class action lawsuit for every single tech com- company that puts a stupid blue light on every single thing they have? Yeah, you... You and those charging pads are not best friends. Oh, my gosh. Why is there an <laughs> LED light on everything? There is no need on your phone charger that's in your car, on a, the phone charger that's in our bedroom, a wireless one. It lit up our whole bedroom last night because I went to bed super late because of the Grammys. Mm-hmm. I was still up to see it. I'm like, why is our whole why is our whole bedroom bright? This beautiful Brazilian boyfriend's charger. I bought him it. Guilty. <laughs> but damn, those lights got to go. Well, and the last little nugget, she said the simplest, very affordable that most people can cover off is a sleep mask. Consider it because it will make a massive difference. So um, I can confirm this from the beautiful Brazilian boyfriend. He wears a sleep mask whether he sleeps at night or during the day. And he is like, again, he calls his snoring purring and he purrs quite <laughs> almost instantly. So it hey, works. He's rested. Are you? That's eh, a whole other game. But hopefully some of these tips or something. Give it a try. But the LED um, um, motion activated in the bathroom in the hallway, those are fine. They're functional because they're on and off within 15 to 30 seconds. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Spraying in summer fashion and don't go, I'm out. I don't care. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
This is for everyone. Zendaya at Valentino's show. The Grammys last night. F1 driver Lewis Hamilton. It's Masters Week. And watching some of the practice rounds and the guys getting out doing their thing. Pink everywhere. Did you hear that right? Pink. But a special kind of pink, Laura. We are talking hot, vibrant pink. We are talking like Barbie pink. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm here for it 100%. And I'm telling you this. I called this on January 31st, 2022, which was the day that Riri debuted that big baby bump. What was she wearing? That shade of pink on her bright pink puffer jacket. And I said, I just feel like it's going to be the year of pink. I think there's a whole generation of women, me included, who grew up hating the color of pink Mm -hmm. because we were made fun of for wearing that color or didn't want to come off as too girly because we knew it would affect our standards in life, which was true at the time. And now we're taking pink back, baby. And I'm here for it. I love the color pink. It's my goal this summer to wear as much pink as possible. It's going to be the color of my birthday dress. <laughs> I'm, and guess what? It's flattering on a lot of people. But I also want to bring you to another shade of pink that I think the whole world could use right now. It is Baker Miller pink. It is a tone of pink which has been observed to temporarily reduce uh, hostile, violent, or aggressive behavior. It also has the nickname of drunk tank pink <laughs> because some drunk tanks have famously painted them pink to calm people down. Could you imagine if we all start wearing a little bit more pink? I don't think this bright shade that's been seen in the Valentino show and on the Grammys red carpet yesterday is necessarily that shade. However, I do think the world would be a little more chill. Maybe we'd all be a little more forgiving. Yep. There was a little more pink everywhere. I like it. And the last couple of years when someone has inserted pink into their lineup, they haven't even been so comfortable in saying it. It's like, oh, no, this is actually salmon. This is oh, salmon. my gosh. I know. And we're not talking that shade of pink. No. We're not doing salmon pink. We are doing bright, almost like a purpley pink. It is so beautiful and it's so flattering on so many different skin tones. Just get into it. It's that it's that pink shirt in a way too that you know you comfortably wore on vacation somewhere sunny and warm in the winter months. But no, 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 it's going to be here. It's every day, all the time. So, so get after it if you've yet to acquire it. Uh, pretty much anybody from all different price levels is offering those those, those variations of pink. So it's uh, it's time. You spent two years grounded as we've joked. Now you have a chance to get out and update that wardrobe and have a little fun. Yeah, and I've even seen this shade of pink at Winners. So it's everywhere. Uh, We'll just throw a your welcome, but congrats, Laura. That, that early acknowledgement, because you did talk about it, and Benny and I had the conversation of really pink, and you said watch. Just watch and see, and I here we it. are. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see more. And uh, as we, what I'm going to do this week, even at the Masters, I'll keep an eye on this hot pink, and then we will update it visually to our socials just so we can reinforce it. Trust it. Trust it. Go with it. Buy one. Start there. Get Be like a, Justin Bieber. Wear yeah. a, a pink hat like he did with his suit. Exactly. You can start with accent pieces, correct? Yep. Okay. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Busy Bit. Sorry, Busy Business. If you want to send us a help desk, you can do that at virginradio.ca. Busy Business says, I work in a small company. There are 18 employees and all of us are friends to one degree or another. What irritates me is every night when I leave my my coworker closest to the door says, Oh, you're leaving already? 
I'm not leaving early. It's just I get to work much earlier than she does. She's chronically late by 30 to 40 minutes. If I leave at any other time, she wants to know where I'm going and who I'm going with. At the beginning, I would tell her, but after two years, it's become annoying AF. I don't want to be rude, but what do I say to her to quit asking? By the way, it's not just me. She asks everyone their business. She says, you know me, I'm just nosy. There's only one door, so going a different way isn't an option. She's exhausting. I'm not sure what to say. Feels like she's gatekeeping. Yeah, just because you, <laughs> you make the statement of I'm nosy doesn't give you permission to be nosy. <laughs> doesn't yeah. quite work like that. That's like somebody being a total you-know-what and yeah. then saying, but I just tell it like it is. Like, yeah. that doesn't give you a hall pass to be a jerkwad. Yeah, I, I don't mean to offend, but here's the truth. Um, I would, after a while, I'd be like, "What? what's with all the questions? What are you, a cop? Like, I... It, it's one thing if it's a direct manager, but... I'd be curious to know the official title or role. Is it, are you just keeping tabs on everybody for the sake of the business, or are you, are you just straight up nosy? And what is like a default generic response that you could give continuously and after the matter of a couple of weeks or a couple of times of exiting with the same statement, she's going to stop asking because she knows you're only, it's almost like if you watch any sports interview and it's like, well, we just need to work hard and uh, come out tomorrow with, uh, you know, a positive mindset and, uh, and do our best and, uh, you know, just be a team. That that's the most generic statement ever, and and when athletes don't like the question, they'll hit back with that. So I be an athlete in this case. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we're trying to be uh, the best team and uh, just pass the puck. No, okay. I think you just literally need to be like, hey, I've been here eight hours. Like, just say, it. don't be mad about it. Like when you're leaving out, they're like, oh, you leaving early? No, I've been here eight hours. Bye. Just oh. leave. And the the thing with nosy people is to keep walking. Don't stop. If you stop, oh, good truck. Yep. They're gonna pick your yep. nose. If you keep going, they can't even get a finger up there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I get the analogy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rather <laughs> grotesque one, but it does make sense. It Can adds you tell up. I didn't grow up watching hockey because I didn't make a hockey <laughs> analogy here? I talked about picking your nose instead. One one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. What's the? How do you shut this down? But equally not then turn it into a confrontational confrontational or volatile workplace. We don't want that. This isn't about, you know, we're not going to throw hands on this. We're not going to wake up and choose violence. It's just a matter of eliminating that kind of situation. So we've got one angle from Laura. What would yours be? It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Vibe Station. Virgin Radio. Okay, we have uh, a very diverse diverse pile of responses. And uh, some that read... Uh, dramatic fake answers. Oh, there's an elephant in the office. I'm hoping to find it, or, or something just incredibly dumb. So you, you're just you're devolving the conversation to basically the primary years, like kindergarten conversation. And then then you would assume that she would just be so annoyed she'd leave it alone. Someone said, "Hey, just be direct and say I'm leaving. I come in earlier than you remember, and then just keep saying the same thing." So eventually, that should shut it down. Nanya. <laughs> no, oh, just I... tell her, Nanya, Nanya business. That's what I tell my kids. That's from Tina. <laughs> that works. <laughs> I haven't heard that in forever and a day. I might put it back in the old repertoire. Yeah, I mean, you can always respond back. It's Sometimes nosy people need to be responded back with just an endless uh, conversation full of questions. So why are you leaving so early? Why are you here so late? Mm? <sighs> there it is. It's the one for one. It's a uh, blow by blow, almost like, uh, yeah. you know, in the boxing ring. Yeah, if you really want to give Nosy McGee the satisfaction of not having an answer, 
the true torment would be to only answer with questions because then they don't even get a fake answer, you know? There's no there's no gossip that can be generated from just a series of questions going back and forth. I would actually take this one one up. If a smaller company, so there's whether there's only one or a couple of managers that handle the whole team, I would probably try to find someone to be like, uh, hey, do you mind having a conversation with so-and-so? Because here's here's how things operate, and it's just a little much. It's it's you too nosy. You go to management about the nosy person? Uh-huh. It's just, it's just incredibly annoying, and that, that's all. It, isn't that what your manager is there for, to have a conversation? No. Because if everybody's getting it, you probably and likely wouldn't be that first person that's walked into the office going, hey, got a minute? No, I would not. I disagree with that. I would not go to management. Okay. I think that would make you look way worse. I think you would look 10 times worse. Hmm. A oh. minor interpersonal inconvenience and you go to... I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, and it, there is the other side where I know, know we acknowledge in the statement that, you know, a lot of us are friends and I, I get that. How do you angle it? A text that just landed uh, out of Woodstock saying, I must say I have a few of these at my work. It's very annoying. Honestly, just shut her down. <laughs> say none of your business. You f- All right. I, I mean, you, you, if you're in, if you hit them with a none of your business, th- what other angle does that nosy person have to play? I, I would suggest very little. Have we missed anything? One one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. It's part of today's. Help. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with backstage Ben. My station, Virgin Radio. Well, I appreciate the disclaimer. I think people already know that. <laughs> you, I, I'm a little nosy. You got clearly. Um, couple of uh, options of this. And I made the early mention of why wouldn't you maybe bring this to a supervisor, manager, even the owner? Again, if it's a company of under 20 people. And then someone else echoing that saying 100% go to management. She could potentially be creating a toxic workplace and could lead to more people leaving. By the looks of it, she doesn't care about her job as she's always late anyway. So there's that angle, which some most definitely will agree with it. Uh, another text, it said, when I have coworkers asking me questions I don't want to answer, I always reply with, why do you ask? It's always super awkward for them. That, you know, that's a bit of a power move. Ella, appreciate that note. What is? What is, if their answer is, I'm just nosy, though? Response with, cool, well, I don't have interest in answering that question. I think it's really important. I will just reiterate what I've said earlier. I just think it's important to keep walking and say... You know, oh, you're leaving early? No, my eight hours is done. If you don't want to be rude, because that's the thing. Our help desker did say, I don't want to be rude to her. Because some people have had some great answers. However, they might be considered to be rude. I know. And I feel like... Sorry, go ahead and I'll, I'll follow your point in a second. The best way to deal with conflict when you don't want to be rude is play dumb. Just, oh, I'm done work. That's it. Be jolly and leave. Yeah, it's, if you can create a statement, a generic response that doesn't allow for a follow-up question, that's a skill and a gift. And, and, and it's just ammunition you continue to use every time something like this pops up. But I feel if this nosy coworker could very easily, very easily be that person that would be the one going to management if you decided to get a little bit of sassy with your responses. Now, I do have a solution. Okay. I, I've used this personally. It did. I used this in the context of a coworker that wouldn't stop asking me out during team meetings. <laughs> and it was awkward. <laughs> I think this might work for the nosy ones, too, though. I just looked at him and I hissed. I went, <laughs> I flat out hissed at him. Okay. You know and what? he never asked again. <laughs> you can weird them out, too. It's not rude. It's just weird. If you, if you offer the, ooh, they're unhinged, she probably they are probably going to leave you alone. 
Interesting little anecdote. Welcome back for anybody who's uh, <laughs> who's doing the return to work today with uh, even just a you know, couple of days a week. You get back to your desk or office and workspace going, oh, this is what it looks like. It's been so long. Yeah. Hopefully you're all dressed up and uh, feeling the good vibes. Thank you. As Laura mentioned, you can be a part of Help Desk either into our DMs or at virginradio.ca. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Ah, yes. The Grammy Awards last night. I will once again remind you that pink is the color for 2022. I called it in January when Riri debuted that baby bump in that bright pink long puffer jacket and so many celebs wore that bright pink yesterday. Uh, I'm so glad Trevor Noah did very briefly address last weekend's Oscar slap very, very quickly at the end of his monologue. We're going to be listening to some music. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be singing. We're going to be keeping people's names out of our mouths. And we're going to be giving out awards. There you go. I think that was the perfect way to address it. You couldn't not, but at the same time, you don't want to make that whole award show. I'm sure these award shows do compete for numbers in some way, shape, or form. Like, you know, when it comes to advertisers. I don't I don't know. They're slightly different industries, but still, whatever. Some healthy competitiveness. Never hurt anybody. Uh, Interesting, though. There are a lot of snubs and a lot of big wins. So, John Batiste took home five Grammys last night. Also got Album of the Year for his album, We Are. We actually had a text earlier saying he used to sing in the New York subways. We saw him and he is incredible. And again, Benny is one of the people who I said, I don't really know who John Batiste is. I know he's nominated for this, but good for him. Benny said, no, he's so good. So do what Benny is probably doing right now and listening to that album at home. On vinyl. Yeah, (laughs) on vinyl. Uh, Silk Sonic, second biggest winner of the night. This one bothers me because they social media their way into performing. Leave the door open at the Grammys last year. That won them four awards last night. And that bothers me because I think it's a great song. However, I think it's completely unfair to new and up and coming or not well-known artists to use your, you know, fame to pull yourself. I don't know. It's just something about that doesn't sit right with me. And the fact that that song is well over a year old, but whatever. Olivia Rodrigo, she had a great night. She took three awards home, including Best New Artist, as well as Best Pop Solo Performance for Driver's License, Best Pop Vocal Album for Sour. But here's where the snubs come. Billie Eilish, nominated for seven, one, Goose Egg. Nothing for Bieber. A lot of people were expecting, okay, well, Kanye West is going to win Best Rap Album if he doesn't win Best Album, like Album of the Year. Mm -hmm. But that went to Tyler, the creator, which I think was very well deserved. Selena fans are upset. Didn't get anything for Best Latin Album. Mm -mm -mm. Nope, 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 nope. And this is one that is a weird upset. Best reggae album went to a bunch of white dudes from Virginia. Their band is called Soja. But a lot of reggae fans online saying, seriously, you didn't give this to Sean Paul or Spice? (laughs) Every year, the the storyline doesn't change. The controversy is their goal and they get it every year. Yeah, and listen, there's no way that these awards will ever make everybody happy. BTS, by the way, didn't win anything either. So it's, yeah, it's tough. Now, Doja Cat and SZA, they won for Kiss Me More. And Doja Cat, she almost missed that acceptance speech because she was too busy peeing in the bathroom. Meanwhile, SZA went to the Grammys in crutches. And there's this really cute moment. Lady Gaga is sitting up near the front. She helps uh, SZA with her dress, make sure that her crutches don't get caught in it, that it gets up the stairs okay. Super cute. And if you notice Lady Gaga's performance, if you get a chance to see the end of her performance... 
she ends it by just having her hand over her shoulder the way that she's posing on her album uh, cover with Tony Bennett. And he couldn't make it to the awards ceremony, right? So it's such a cute moment. It's it's very heartbreaking because she's by herself instead of beside him. But it was, it was a very, very cute moment. So I encourage you to go Google it. <laughs> More Get Us Gossip coming up tomorrow morning. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. April Fool's. Now, it's the ability to uh, get some headlines. If you're a business owner, it's always the, okay, you got to be careful. Because there's a line between humorous and annoying and or upsetting clients. So a couple of big ones have popped off. Uh, Budweiser, they did a deal where you could uh, win a chance to stay in the Budweiser Clydesdale stables overnight. <laughs> there was a, com- do that. a company that does uh, different <laughs> baby products. They said, little tykes cubicles for babies. So when you work at home, uh, they, yeah. Uh, it was kind of, it was funny. Uh, there was a meat sweats deodorant that was out by... Uh, oh, yeah. gross. That's a, fun. A beer of the month club. Those are a thing. If you're a connoisseur, you might be in one. This one uh, actually out of England, but it, it... Whoops. They sent an alert out to their mailing list to tell people that they'd won free beer for life. The texts and emails uh, included a link that you could use to claim your prize, which wasn't real. It was April Fool's. But that's not what people made, it made people so mad. It was that if you clicked the link and you followed the instructions, it unwittingly signed you up for a real subscription that cost you $30 a month. And only the first month was free. But they basically scammed people into signing up and then acted like they should have known because the promo code was April Fools, spelled backwards. Okay. I, I, I know. Shocker. Uh, 46 complaints on Friday alone because... About four and a half hours later, they went, okay, April Fool's, ha, 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 lol. Not the case because people signed up. And then it was not easy in any way, shape, or form. You had to contact customer service, verify your information to get them to unsubscribe you, but you still got charged that first $30. So they're off to the Competition Bureau to deal with that. I think there's a name for things like this. That's called a phishing scam. (laughs) A little bit. You can't just trick people into spending money Mm -hmm. via them clicking out a link you send them, beer company. Oh, man, I would be so annoyed with that. Listen, my brother got me a beer of the month club for Christmas. I didn't even have to pay for it, and I still didn't want it. (laughs) I have stacks and stacks of beer at my house. Those beer of the month clubs, well, I know they mean well. Oh, my goodness. They take up a lot of real estate in your house. Well, but I mean, if you're a big-time beer drinker, then maybe not so much. And I know you're kind of over the board and kind of what your vibe is and what you're feeling consuming, but... Like, this is marketing 101 mistakes, right? Like, right, what a colossal fail. How this filtered down through multiple people to go, genius, let's do it. Let's do it. This This is is it. This is the one for us. This is like when Apple automatically downloaded U2's album to everybody's (laughs) iPhones, except for they're making you also pay for it. Yeah, that that, that (laughs) felt like April Fool's. It wasn't, but it should have been. Can I also point out one of our April Fools? I knew. I just knew it wasn't going to be understood on Facebook. <laughs> I yassified our show photos. I bought the Facetune app and I yassified our photos. And people did not understand that it was supposed to be overly photoshopped on Facebook. I had so many people commenting me like, wow, do you got a really cheap, cheap whitening? Like, I'm like, it's it's joke. Man, it's joke. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got to admit, my photos, I, I love the way those cheekbones cut on my face. I I, I have not had cheekbones like that ever. And oh they look gosh. good. <laughs> Please don't let FaceApp give you body no. Jeff. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that would involve some serious commitment to the gym to get those. 
I'm not a I'm not a fan. I, I'm not going to alter my face in any way, shape, or form. I'm I'm fine with some crow's feet and wrinkles, but just to have that strong jaw and those cheekbones. Oh my gosh! Whoop. Stop! You could do anything in the world with a little bit of bronzer. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Yeah. My station. Virgin Radio.